everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Five Star Jobbers Podcast. I'm Cody. And I have no problem with The Rock versus Roman Reigns. And anyone who says they do is a mark and doesn't know anything about the business or why making money is a good thing. Uh, that was an intro and a hot take all in one right there, oh, wasn't absolutely. it? Oh, I'm, I'm on it, man. The IWC has been just making my crawl itch all week long <laughs> with their, their piss-at whining and moaning. I want Cody! I want Cody! Like, Cody's going to finish the story, but guess what? Roman Reigns isn't the story. The title is the story. Exactly. And guess what? Roman Reigns versus The Rock has been the story the entire time. Exactly. They've been building Roman for The Rock for the last three years. Exactly. So if you didn't figure that out, welcome to Earth. There you go. Well, anyway, guys, we've got a great show lined up for you today. Uh, thank you so much for everybody that's been listening and watching our YouTube channel since day one. Also, want to let you know we're on social media. You can go follow us on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, and on YouTube as well. Go subscribe and you can watch all of our video content. Also, want to let you know of some upcoming events. If you're in the Southeast area and you want to check out an independent promotion somewhere, we've got some events for you coming up. So, February 25th, Wrestle South will be at Albany, Georgia at 3 p.m. If you want to check that out, go uh, look at their page for more information. Also, March 2nd, NWA Hard Times will be coming to the Dothan Civic Center in Dothan, Alabama at 7. If you want more information on that, go check out our Facebook page, but also check out Justin Overstreet's page. If you want mm -hmm. more information on tickets, go check that out. But also, we've got March 16th, Rose City Pro Wrestling will be having their event in Thomasville, Georgia at 7 at the Salvation Army. Also, two events coming up on March 30th. We've got Southern Wrestling Traditions event at Possum Place in Wausau, Florida. I Wausau! Hope I hope I'm saying that right. I never know if Possum I am Possum Place at Wausau! Anyway, they've got that going on March 30th. Also, March 30th, Kraken Pro Wrestling, a brand new promotion coming up. In Release Tipton, the Georgia. Kraken! I know you're going to say that whenever we get together. I that. guarantee you I'm going to say it there. 100%. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, we've got that event coming up. And then also, this weekend... Me and John are going to another event for another live commentary episode. DCCW Breaking Down the Walls, February 10th. McClenny, Florida at the Baker County Fairgrounds. If you're in the area and you want to check this event out and you want to meet us as well, if you haven't gotten to meet us yet, we'd love to talk to you guys. We love getting to meet fans and we love getting to talk about pro wrestling with everybody. But, you know, with today's episode, in light of the new year and turning a new leaf, we try. We wanted to try and bring on a guest, and possibly either find some common ground. Why do, or, you, do, why do you do this to me? Look, you know, it's it's a new year. I'm trying new things and trying to just make amends in some way. You know, it's okay to try new things, but like sometimes you don't need to try it to know you won't like it. Like, you know, I don't have to eat Brussels sprouts to know I won't like them. I smell them. They smell like farts, and I'm not going to eat them. I also, you know, don't need to. Never mind. Um, we'll get that. We'll, we'll. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway. At the end of the day, um, all I'm saying is, is did we, did we really have to do this? Look, it's in the spirit of the new year, trying to be the bigger person. So, for those of you that don't know, last year at Solid Rock Championship Wrestling's event in Thomasville, we had a little run-in with an individual and. Let's just say it didn't go over well. Um, there were some words that were traded and just wasn't a good interaction overall. And so we wanted to try to be the bigger person or bigger persons and just... How tall are you? About 6'2". You're the bigger person most of the time. Why you got to try to be the bigger person now? Well, I mean, I'm the tallest person. You're the 
Anyway, hey. so anyway, we thought that we would try and make amends and be the bigger persons in this situation. So we thought for an interview today, we would bring on Diamond Duke. So joining us right now via Zoom is the man himself. So uh, Duke, welcome to the podcast. Uh, we've been avoiding this for a while, but it's it's time we actually bring you on. Well, your show just became relevant. Diamond Duke, the best interview that you will ever have, the best guest you'll ever have, the best manager you'll ever have on your, your five-star That's an oxymoron. Have you ever seen a five-star jobber? That's the point. Really? Really? Okay. Look, all that aside, we're doing this just so that way we can find some common ground and to just be civil about this and just have a regular interview, not have any issues. So, welcome to the podcast. Nonetheless, welcome to the show. Um, as you may not know or may have not seen, because I'm sure you probably don't watch our YouTube channel or watch any of our stuff or listen to it, but our YouTube channel, our most popular and most viewed short was actually of when Chalance Royale bicycle kicked you right in the <laughs> face. I watch it constantly. Bicycle kick, that's some Liu Kang stuff. Pump kick, that's what she did to me. And it, that will be resolved one day, but let me go ahead and say this. You're welcome. Once again, I made your show relevant. Well, you I, 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 yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate you, uh, you clarifying that it was a pump kick, because she definitely pumped the crap out of you. <laughs> Okay, okay, look, guys, it, let's try and be civil about this. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Let, let's let's try and be civil about this. Let's try and just have a regular interview. So, do how long have you been a manager uh, in the professional wrestling industry? Well, let's see. I, I'll be honest. I started off as a man, er, as a referee. I did do that. Thank you, Brooks Robinson, for getting me into this business. But then I became, you know, a manager. I've went through all the training, you know, to become a wrestler. You know, I thank Johnny Romano for doing that. Yes, shout out to Johnny Romano. But let's see. Now that I've become the manager, the manager of independent wrestling, there's nobody out there better than me. It's a bold statement. The crowd love me. Look, you guys are, are interviewing me. That means that you might have a little soft spot for me. I mean, yeah, we're not on. we're not going to lie and say that that you you don't have a, a certain amount of heat. I mean, I definitely think uh, anywhere we've gone, they boo they they boo the minute you come out. So there's something to be said about that. Uh, you know, you definitely get a reaction from the crowd. The wrestlers need people like me. If there's not people like me, you know, managing my guys, Order sixty six, Alejandro Bravo, El Nino. D. Dillinger, pure goodness. Do those names even recognize? Do they even just kind of register in your guys' heads? You saw goodness. Indeed, I, we did. I, I will say, uh, you know, we Order sixty six has got is an impressive, you know, it's an impressive organization of, of professional wrestlers. But goodness is without a doubt the most intimidating that I have seen. Absolutely, um, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, pure unmatched physical strength and just stature of nobody I've ever seen before. Yeah, he came out and I was glad I was wearing my brown pants that night. 
But anyway, with speaking of Order 66, how did this faction or this group come to fruition? Like, what was what brought all this together? Well, let's see. All I had to do was ask. <laughs> they came to me. I mean... Like I said, I've known these guys for years. Nino and I, we, we used to train a little bit together. So I've known him. Goodness, I've known him forever. Dee Dillinger. Bravo, you know, which w was part of the, you know, Kings of Mayhem. You know, he's been a champion. Goodness has been a champion. They've all been champions at one time or another. They wanted to be a part of the greatest faction on the independent scene. So why not get a hold of me? I, you know, you guys want to be a part of something great? I'll make it even greater. That's what Order 66 is. We're a family. There's no squabbles between us. There's no indifference or anything. We're a family. And we're going to bring this faction and we're going to have every title that there is. The next time we have a Solid Rock Championship, TRL, I'm going to go ahead and throw this out there for you. We're getting a title shot. We're going to bring those titles home to Order 66. Well, already calling out champions and already making bold statements here on the podcast. Uh, I mean, when are we going to get, see Order 66 in action again? Or when are we going to see you in action again? You'll see me soon enough. <laughs> that, that's all that's, I'll say. You'll see me. You may see me next week. In fact, you might even see me a little bit on Saturday because I'm going down to DCCW. Oh, really? Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, yes. You know, figured why not? Bought a new truck. I want to put a little bit of miles on it. Well, in, in the in the, say, in the spirit of, uh, you know, I guess maybe, you know, trying to make amends, I thought about, you know, the Diamond Duke character. And then Diamond Duke, you know, that's a good name. I just don't feel like it's got enough panache for you, man. I, I came up with two other ideas that you might, you know, work with. Uh, uh, just tell me what you like. Paul E. Not So Dangerous or uh, Duke E. Drawers. That sounds pretty good, right? Yeah, I'm coming down to DCCW. I'm going to see you. I'm, I'm going to pay you a little visit. Okay, I'm, I'm not going. I'll, right I'll be there. Okay. I'll be there. And okay. I'm not. I'm. Oh man, I can't wait. I'm going to see you guys live. Okay. Be it, you know, one of the, the next shows that we coming up. Look. Oh. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I, I, I will I, not be a. Look, I will not be alone. Okay. I, I, I think. I think this is getting there. out of hand a little bit, guys. Um, look, let's just cut to an ad I here. I don't like and, you anyway. Look, look, let's just cut to an ad. We'll get back to this. Uh, this was been Diamond Duke. Uh, he's been on the podcast. Uh, let's cut to it real quick. Do you have the dream of becoming a professional wrestler, referee, manager, commentator, or just simply looking to be a part of the professional wrestling business? Then contact the Sweat Academy. Logan Stevens prides himself on providing quality training, low tuition, and also offers fitness training for those just looking to get into better shape. So if you're looking to kickstart your dreams of being in the professional wrestling business, contact the Sweat Academy on Facebook or contact head trainer Logan Stevens at 229-425-7168. Okay, okay, so... 
I told now, you that wasn't a good idea. I, I know. You told me. Uh, I was just trying to do something good. The guy's a blowhard. He okay. didn't have anything to say. Okay, okay. Let's, let's, okay. Let's, let's calm down. Let's bring it down just a few notches. We're going to try and get through the rest of this episode. It's going to be a great episode. We're going to have a good time. Okay. All right. We're going to have a good time. You know, yeah. you know I just... It, it, I, I know. I know. It, it's not easy, but we tried. We did. We we well. I think you tried. I didn't. I'm. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't try that hard. Yeah, but but th- there's room for improvement. Well, there's room for improvement. Well, I mean, let's say if he comes to us at the show, I'm not stepping down. And I mean, he might have people. What are you like? You're people. I, I'm one person, John. I. I mean, I know I lift weights and stuff like that, but I mean, I'm, we have the combined weight of all of Order sixty six minus goodness. True. Like but, I, I you know, like I, I'm. You saw me taking them flatbacks at Sweat Academy, all right? I'm not, I'm no, I'm no, you know, I'm no simp. Yeah, we we all we all saw it, John. But uh, anyway, so we thought that we'd do a fun segment for this episode today. So we wanted to kind of go into our favorite and our least favorite versions of titles that have been shown throughout all of WWE. It's you know, it's wrestle. It, we're on the road to WrestleMania, and at the end of the day. You know what is that? You know picturesque moment of WrestleMania when the when a challenger or a champion is is victorious and they stand on the turnbuckle with the fireworks going off and they're holding the title and some moments are just absolutely epic and that title and the champion and the the, the fireworks is beautiful and then some. That title looks like crap, and it just ruins the whole thing. Exactly. So we're going to get into some of the ones we think that we consider the best. Now, you all have different opinions, and we love you for that. So if you have your ideas of different titles that you either thought were really good or not so good, let us know in the comments on our social media. Let us know on YouTube in the comments. Before we get into this segment, though, I want to thank everybody that has gotten our YouTube channel to over 100 subscribers. I know it may not seem like much, but in the short time that we've had this YouTube channel, we've had the YouTube channel it, for a month. Exactly, like the short time that we've had it, it's got already gotten to 100 subscribers. So thank you to everybody that's been subscribing. Thank you to all the people that have shared comments. I do have a beef with someone on there that made the comment on the short of me getting chopped, saying that that wasn't that bad. <laughs> I was that there. It, it was, was that, that bad. bad. Yeah, it was that bad. <laughs> they, they, when, uh, when Logan slapped you, the sweat on your chesticles, oh yeah, splashed and hit me in the face. Exactly. That it, it, it was great. Yeah, he it still has a bruise you. on his on his on his breastuses. Exactly. It's gonna be scarred there for life. But anyway, aside from that, thank you to everybody that's been subscribing to the YouTube channel, and that we hope that we gain more subscribers this year. Hopefully, we get to five hundred soon, John. And yeah, I mean, it's definitely a possibility. And and for whoever DM'd me about the video of me getting waxed, um, no, that's not my action. I don't wear a brassiere in real life, and and no, I won't send it to you. <laughs> I don't care how much you're offering to pay for it. <laughs> Anyways, so we thought that we'd get into the best and the worst titles that we've seen so far in WWE. Uh, do you want to start with the world title, or do you want to kind of work our way up? To that. Well, let's yeah, let's let's work our way up to the world title. So we'll start at the bottom, you know, not the not the bottom, but we'll start at the title that like at the end of the day, um, you know, just let's just face it, the has doesn't have the longest history. Um, this title's actually gone in and out of actual lineage, right? The most. So it's not to say it's not prestigious. It's just it's. 
it would be the youngest title of, the, of what we're going to talk about. Right. And that's the the women's championship title. Right. So, I mean, for this one, I mean, I know it's kind of like the main one that's been around for the most for a while, I guess you could say. But to me, the best women's title was uh, the very first one that came out was uh, like 1993 to 2010. Okay, so that's not the very first one that came out. That's oh, yeah, the yeah, one yeah, that came out after the break. So um, that title... Um, you know, you had the title in the '80s. That would that was the WWF, which was the root of the WWF Women's Championship, and then it took a hiatus for a couple of years, and then okay, that one came back. Right. Uh, but so you're talking about the Divas? No, 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 not the Divas Championship. No, I'm talking about the one before. Not the, the but the WWE, yeah, the WWF Women's Championship. Yeah, that okay, one, yeah, yeah, my apologies. Yeah, the Women's Championship, kind of ovular shaped gold. Yeah, okay, exactly. The one that that Lita and Trish. Had Sable had it correct. Um, I'm trying to think. You know, Molly Holly, yeah. Jacqueline, Jacqueline. Yeah. I got you. That's and that's yeah. that's an iconic title. I mean, honestly, that that title has probably existed and, and that imagery longer than most other titles. Exactly. So yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Um, yeah. And surprisingly, you would think that I would pick that one because that that one ran through the Attitude Era, right? But actually, um, the the Raw Women's Championship, the one that uh, that when they first split the women's titles. Okay. Uh, I'm a big fan of that one. Like, I, I feel like that was the first time that the women's title looked, you know, it, to me what it was is the women's title looked like the man, the men's championship title. And the, the, the you know, the, it, it always, you've always had a women's title that's been like super petite in comparison to the, the men's championship. And so by its very look, it's not, it, the, it's diminished, right? Exactly. So when they, they when they first came out with this title, and I mean, yeah, it's a little bit smaller, but it's really not that much smaller, and it looks just like the men's title. Exactly. I I love that because that that was you know that really I mean, and especially with the storylines that they were doing with Becky and um, Charlotte and Ronda Rousey at that time and everything that title and then with these women main event WrestleMania, it's all about equality and it's all about these things being of equal value. That was the first time that title's been presented as equal value. So I absolutely, I do, I love that title. I love, I love the way it looks, you know, to this day. You know, what, what Rhea Ripley is carrying around right now with the, the big, it's like the big, the mini big gold. Yeah. Not really a big fan of that one. Me, uh, me you know, either. What EO carries, I like more, but I just don't necessarily like the yellow. Yeah, it's... Um, it's just like a weird look. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is. It's just like, it's just, the one that Rhea's holding right now just seems really bulky. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Just but yeah, that, that's just super. So what's your what's your uh, what's your in the dirt? What's your crap? So mine is uh, definitely the Divas Championship. One hundred percent the Divas. I mean, yep. No question. The butterfly. Yeah, the butterfly design. How do you the, take that seriously? You can't. Yeah, that's the problem. And that's with the it. thing. It was during that time when women weren't taken seriously. They were only saw. They only thought of them as like the eye candy of the show. Yeah. And so that was during a time whenever the women were not looked at as equals or not looked at as like serious competitors. They were only there just to kind of fill in an extra five to 10 minutes or so of the show. And mm -hmm. then that would be it. But yeah, that was definitely by far the worst one. Yep. No, I think we're in agreement on that. The Divas title was garbage. It, it was a cartoony Powerpuff girl looking title. And it, yeah, I'm, exactly. I was glad to see it go. And I'm, you know, hope to never see it again. Exactly. So then, uh, Let's go to the tag team titles. All right. So uh, the best one for me, I would say, was the 2000s one where it was the 
WWE World Tag Team Championship. It had like the red uh, globe on it. It wasn't the, the raw. So the the Raw Tag Team Championships during the Ruthless Aggression era when they had split. Okay, so exactly. you and me actually have the same. Believe it or not, you and me have the same one. Uh, I didn't like the SmackDown one because I just felt like the SmackDown one didn't look any different than the the tag team titles looked during the Attitude era. Exactly. Um, those really, yeah. Those those. Uh, the Raw Tag Team Championship ones, like the one that Jericho um, carried. Um, you know, so if you people who are looking back and want to see exactly what's up there, we're going to try to have pictures of this, you know, in the episode. But if we can't, we'll try to get the best description we can. Wait, wait now, you're not talking about the one that has the two like, uh, uh, like Michigan Spartan heads on it, are you? Not the penny titles. No. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Absolutely yeah. I, I, not. Yeah. I, was no. just, I was just making sure. Those because, are, yeah. No. Those. Those are in the. Those are in the running for worst. Oh yeah. See, actually, it's not that one, but the current ones. The current ones right are, now, my, but, are my yeah. worst. That, yeah. Okay. So once again, yeah. yeah. No. The current tag team championship titles are the worst looking titles. There's nothing prestigious looking about them. They look stupid. I mean, the, the fact that they're Velcro on the back and you can see that they're Velcro on the back. I g cut that crap out. Like. They they are toys. They're no, they're not titles. Titles are do not have Velcro. Championships do not have Velcro. Which I mean, I get it. There's titles that you have for TV, and there's titles that you have for whenever you're like either on shows or on the road or whichever. But why not just? I mean, I get I, it. I, I, so get, I get why they did it. They made Velcro so that it's easier to take on and take off, and it's you know for when you're you know you have the TV on, you don't it. There's less likely to be issues. Like how many times did somebody win a title and you've got a referee trying to put a title on the guy and he can't get the the you know snap to to go in? I don't care. I don't care. I, that's part of it. Yeah. Like however much time it takes for the referee to put the title on the champion who just won the title. Give that champion that time. Exactly. I don't want a quick on, quick off title. Okay. No. It's yeah, like, like I said, yeah, the, the current ones right now are by far the worst. The raw championships, like early two thousands, ruthless aggression era, were by far the early, yeah, the, the, best. the early, yeah, the early, like I said, two thousand two, two thousand eight ish. I will say the ones like during the eighties or so, I they were close second. To my favorite ones. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, the ones that the you know the Hart Foundation, the British Bulldogs, the Rockers. I think actually, I don't think the Rockers ever carried the world tag world tag titles in WWF. I, maybe they did. I'm they not might sure. have. Yeah. If they maybe did. They, they wouldn't for long. Um, but yeah, no, those those were great. But say, yeah, no, the the Raw Ruthless Aggression, those the ones that Eric Bischoff's you know era had. That was those were the best looking titles. Absolutely. So now we go to the United States Championship. Mm -hmm. So my favorite one was actually, I don't think it was in WWE at the time. No. The, uh, mine was 1991-1995 uh, when it was in WCW. Okay. So th was there a, did the one in 91 through 95 look different than the one from the 80s as well? It slightly looked okay. different. Like, um, I'm trying to remember because I know there was like a few American flags. Like they didn't have the eagle on the front of it like the one earlier before 91 i think or i may be getting it mixed up but yeah just the design of the one for wcw i think was better than the current one today especially better than the spinner one that cena had oh absolutely um yeah no my 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 favorite design of the united states title is the the, the title that you know was taken that wcw it was the wcw united states title and it was the title that was taken over to wwe during the invasion and you know, eventually retired, merged with the Intercontinental title. But um, 
Yeah, that's the that's the best title. When you think of the United States title, that's that's the title. That's the the look that you think of with the eagle on it. You know, Goldberg, Bret Hart, Lex Luger, Sting, Ric Flair, uh, stunning Steve Austin. They yeah. all carried that beautiful title, uh, and it's remember when it was changed at one time to uh, Canadian flag on there. Whenever it was, I think it was uh, Lance <laughs> that was the uh, that was Storm? The, that was the Canadian heavyweight championship during Lance Storm. He also had the uh, Saskatchewan Hardcore International title. Yeah. <laughs> So that title's gone through a few uh, changes as well, but yeah, that that one by far is the best one. No, no questions oh, asked. Yeah, without a doubt. What's uh, your worst? So the worst for me, I would say it'd be 2004-2005, which is the spinner title that Cena had. Yeah, that thing was pretty nasty. Yeah. The little circle within the circle. Yeah, that, I mean. It was oof. like a, a U.S. in bedazzlement or whichever it was. Yeah. And yeah, that by far is the worst one, in my, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in my opinion, actually, so that would have been my worst one until they invented the current iteration. Uh, you okay. know, I swear, uh, the, the, the worst thing that happened in 2020 wasn't COVID. It was that U.S. title. Um, when when Bobby Lashley, yeah, when he won that title, uh, when he was with the Hurt, when he had the Hurt business, and they, they got it, and they, they, I think that was when it was re the, introduced, the new look. That thing is so stupid, gaudy, ugly. Yeah. Um, I, I can't stand looking at it. Yeah, it's it's um, it's, it's not lost good. all its prestige to me just because I say it looks like a joke. It yeah, it does. It, like I said, this is the we're in the era of the kids' toy titles, um, and like I said, Which it's is a just, shame. The U.S. the U.S. title, you know, say is is to me, you know, you've got like of course you got your world championship titles, and then you've got like your intercontinental title and your U.S. title. And the Intercontinental title was the workman was was the workman's championship for the WWF, and the U.S. title was the workman's championship for WCW for the NWA. Like the the legends held these things, and it's why why do we need to rebrand something that has that much legacy? You don't, you know, to. like the NWA World Title still is the NWA World Title. Same general look shape everything that it's been over the last 50 some years right you don't need to change certain things like you never need like you know you look back at the 60s and, and early 70s mustangs then you look at the 80s and 90s mustangs and you go you couldn't pay me to drive a 90s mustang it looked like a dang toyota camry yep all right and a 67 shelby gt or it was a 70 shelby yeah uh, i don't know when the shelby i can't remember when the shelby line first came out but the shelby gt mustangs like why would you? Why do they ever need to change that look? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And that's the same thing with the U.S. title. So yeah, no. My, what gets the worst is the current iteration. I think it's absolutely the worst. Um, this the spinner title. It it, it was a joke, but it's a, it it had the decency to only last for you know jump when John Cena owned it. Right. Uh, and then of course the 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 American flag one. I I actually didn't mind that. Like when when WWF or WWE first brought the U.S. title back. And they had the new look with the, it. It at first I didn't like it, but it grew on me. Right. And say that's like I said, the spinner title wasn't around long enough to really piss me off. But the new one is. It's been around for what three years now, almost four, roughly. And it's just it's trash. Change yeah. it, please. Yeah, we've got to do something about that title or make it a little more prestigious now. But uh, now we move into the intercontinental title. So honestly, I would say the current one that we have right now, I. I think it's the best looking one that we've had, just in my opinion. But now the uh, early like Ruthless Aggression era title with the black strap and the golden uh, the globe in the middle of it was a very close second. The to oval it. title, yeah, the oval title, yeah. But that one's see, close to my heart because it's saying the Attitude era. 
You know, that Stone Stone Cold when he threw after he threw the classic Intercontinental title into the river. Right. And uh, the Rock got a new IC title. That's when they, they brought in the Oval title. And from the Rock winning that title or having that title and the Rock and Triple H going at it at SummerSlam ninety eight in a ladder match, fantastic ladder match. Anybody who hasn't seen it, go watch it ASAP. Yes. Um great title, great title, great prestige, great people who owned it. That oval title is great. Yeah. See, like I like the current one that we have right now, just because it looks it looks prestigious and it makes it look like a like a heavyweight championship. Mm-hmm. And so, especially now, because Gunther, I would say, has made that title very prestigious, like made it like mean something because everybody's trying to knock him off, and it's given like all these other guys opportunities to like go after him and try and knock him off of his pedestal. And so, like, because Chad Gable, he's been doing his whole shtick with the Alpha Academy, but. The whole storyline they did with him going after the IC title, it gave him more notoriety and it gave him more mm-hmm. popularity with the fans. And so I would say that the current one we have right now has become a lot more prestigious like in the last years that we've had it. Well, I, I, so I, I agree with what you're saying, that, Gun- that Gunther has done a great job of increasing the prestige of the title. But I'm going to disagree with you. Just This is my opinion, but... I think the current iteration of the Intercontinental title is the ugliest title I've ever seen. And it's, it, it, honestly, it, it's so far, it's not that it's just ugly, it's so far away from its roots. Okay. <laughs> like, I mean, at least with the U, like how bad the US title is that I just got done ripping, at least you could look at that title and put all the other titles against it. And if somebody said, What is that title? What is this a new version of? That title, you could look at it. And say that's the U.S. title. It's got American flag on it. It's got some kind of an eagle on it. That's the U.S. title. The Intercontinental ch- title now looks nothing like the Intercontinental title throughout the years. It, it has no ties to the history of the Intercontinental title as far as its its aesthetic. It looks like a brand that you would put on a cow. Like, I mean, it, yeah, I get it. And, and maybe one of the things that they can work on, which they do a good job of, like, with the side plates and everything, because mm-hmm. if you look at the title with uh, Gunther now, on the side plates, it has uh, his country's flag for where he represents. Yeah, what that, they probably that, could, that part is cool. What they probably could do is, like, even maybe, maybe some add some customization to the center of it to where you have that. So whoever's holding the title is, like, representing, like, it shows the uh, country that they're representing. <laughs> But I mean, but I mean, I like what they're doing with it right but now. But I'll tell you, I'll, my my favorite my favorite title, and you tell me your worst because I, I think I think it's going to be a funny thing here. My favorite is the white IC title. See, that's actually my worst one. How can you not like that? It's it's see, so classy. See, I I I get that it's classy, but it it really had no prestige during its run whatsoever. I mean, the title. I mean, who they might have put the title on at the time? I I guess. Yes, you're right. Um, there right. wasn't a lot of love for your mid card workmen exactly. you know, during that just, time. It was just during but a time that work. title was absolutely gorgeous. Like, I mean, when Matt Cardona won that thing uh, at WrestleMania, I mean, it looked. I mean, it, it, it just the title looks so good. I mean, I the, when the Miz had it, it looked good. When Cardona had it, it looked good. When Cody had it, it looked good. I just, <laughs> I, I don't know, but yeah, just the. White strap. I get that it looks classic, but I just like it was a classic take on the classic title because the classic title. I mean, like I said, I I am I love the oval title, but I love the original too. Uh, yeah, the original to the oval 
that both of those were fantastic. So when they brought the IC title back and Cody brought it back with a white strap, it gave it more flair than it had ever before. Uh, yeah, I, I, I get it. But um, <laughs> so now we move to. Oh, are you okay over there? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm okay. Yeah, we had to kind of take a break there because John was about to die, um, choking to death on. Well, I don't know what he's choking on, but yeah. So I have a dry throat because I'm getting older. My body doesn't naturally lubricate all the places it used to lubricate naturally. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, picking back up where we left off on uh, the world title. So my favorite one and what I think is the best one was definitely 1988 world title with uh, the winged eagle. Oh, without a doubt. Number one is the no, best title. One. It's the best title in the history of the business. Give honorable mention in my, you know, to the big gold belt of, you know, the Jim Crockett WCW yeah, era. Yeah, you yeah. know, say the big gold belt that, you know, the world title. The world title. Yeah. 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 yeah definitely by far the best one. Uh, I think we'll both be in agreement on this one. I don't know on your end, but in my opinion, the worst title, worst world title, was the 2005 Spinner title. 100%. The okay, Spinner yeah. title that ran from when Cena won it till, I don't know, what, when did they get rid of it? Was it like... Uh, um, I, mean, I want to say think, it was a few, a couple of years after that. Yeah, I mean, no, it lasted for, dude, that thing lasted freaking ever, dude. It was like herpes. It lasted way longer than I expected it to. <laughs> exactly. Um, it that thing didn't even like when Daniel Bryan won the the title at WrestleMania 30. Yeah, didn't it, that was a spinner title and a world heavyweight title. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that thing, that thing did not die. No, it did not. Um, it was awful. I can't stand it. Every time I sit there and I go back and watch, you know, any part of that era, which. You know, let's say sparsely pieces that are decent to watch. Like if I go back and try to watch the parts with Punk versus Cena, and they're fighting over that title. One of the things I wish they would have done when Cena lost to Punk and Punk became the champion, Punk needed his own title. Punk yes, needed he did. to complete. Like it, it never made sense that he didn't get rid of that title. Exactly, but yeah, I mean that that thing just looked like a toy. It, it was, it was so. a toy. It still is a toy. I think. I mean, the reason they didn't change it was because it it sold like hotcakes as far as you know Walmart and Target belt sales to kids. But I don't know. It, I I don't you know I don't like Star Wars when it becomes all about the merchandise. I don't like WWE or professional wrestling when it's all about the merchandise. Yes, the business makes some money, but make titles and things that make two grown men go to war with each other look like something they'd actually go to war with each other over. Exactly. But yeah, so those are our ideas for the best in the worst titles. Like we always say, if you have any uh, comments or if you have any ideas for what you think are the best and worst titles, let us know in the comments on social media and let us know on YouTube in the comments here below. But we want to hear from you guys. We always love to hear fans' input. We want to get to hear from you guys. All right, John, you ready for some reviews? No. Oh, you did it to me again. <laughs> no, of course I'm ready for a review. That's what we're here for, man. Let's do it. I was about to say. So, honestly, my high spot was just uh, SmackDown overall this week. Yeah, it was. I mean, I mean, SmackDown was done very well. I mean, you had the Bailey promo. Yes. And you had so many backstage, quote unquote, signings. And so, mm -hmm. I mean, you had Naomi, you had Tiffany Stratton, you had. Possibly Braun Breaker. Yeah, they haven't. They ha I mean, they let's see. Uh, uh, Andrade signs on Raw, and they immediately allude to the Braun Breaker signing for SmackDown. And it's not confirmed, 
But I would say that it's pretty much a given that that's where he's going to end up going. Right. Um, but then again, he may end up on Raw, and he like like I kind of said uh, last week, he I think he's the uh, the stand in for Brock Lesnar, and if Brock Lesnar was supposed to face Gunter, that puts Braun Breaker in line to face Gunter, and I'm all for it. Absolutely, it's so, gonna be a great match. But yeah, I mean the I mean the the what I love, yeah, the high spot to me was the Cody promo, and obviously a lot of people missed this. In the promo. Yeah. Cody says to Roman that the title is the story, not Roman. And that that what he wants to do to Roman is take everything from Roman. Title, prestige, everything. But the story that he needs to finish, the Bruno San Martino title, and I've said this on I don't know how many of our podcasts, and I've said this on comments to people all the time, yes, there is the difference between the title that Roman holds and the title that Seth holds. They are not the two. They are not the same. They represent two different histor- historical lineages of titles. Exactly. And the title that Cody wants, the title that has eluded him, is the title that Roman has. But Roman isn't the story for Cody. The title is. And also, Ro- winning the title at WrestleMania isn't the story. No. Winning the title is period. Cody can win the title at Raw and he finishes the story. Exactly. But now, Roman versus The Rock, it's like Cody comes in and the like the WWE universe gets, you know, a really bad case of ADHD and they forget that, you know, two years ago they were demanding, when are we going to see The Rock versus Roman? When are we going to... And now we're getting The Rock versus Roman and they're going, I don't want The Rock versus Roman. I want The Rock versus Cody. Shut, shut up. We've already seen that. And plus, it's like you said, we don't need to see that because Cody's going to win the title at some point. Yeah, Cody's going to win the title. It doesn't need to be against Roman and it doesn't need to be at WrestleMania. Cody no. can win the title against... Hey, what if Cody beats The Rock at SummerSlam? That sounds fantastic. And guess what it does? It gets Cody over even more than he already is. Exactly. Like, the fact of the matter is, is that The Rock versus Roman Reigns is going to do more money, WrestleMania pay-per-view-wise, than Cody versus Roman would do. And it's because the general public that does not watch wrestling is going to tune in for a Rock match. Exactly. They're not going to turn in for a Cody-Roman match. No. The it's... general wrestling fan who's already going to tune into WrestleMania is going to be excited for that match. But guess what? You're already going to watch. We're not trying to appeal to you at this point. If I'm a business person writing for WrestleMania, if I'm TKO and I'm dealing with the crap storm of all time with the Vince McMahon stuff and I'm trying to uh, get a good take for the biggest, what's the biggest event of the year for this company that I just spent billions of dollars to acquire? I want the biggest money and I want something that's going to take away all that negative press info and turn it into something positive. Rock versus Roman turns it very, very positive. 100%. Yeah. I mean, that Friday Night SmackDown as a whole was great for me. But yeah, I know that Cody promo with Roman Reigns and The Rock showing up. And I still am a little sore because it's right near to where my hometown is. In Birmingham, Alabama, I was so, so mad. I was like, man, I wish I could have been there for that. What? Uh, yeah, no, you would have been good for that. Um, you, you really could have. You could have just been right there. Yes. But I you weren't. No, I wasn't. I wish I'd have known. <laughs> so, somebody could let me know. I think they knew you weren't there. That's why they felt you know good enough to come. Exactly. But anyway, so that's, uh, that's our high spots for that. Uh, botches, honestly... 
just kind of being nitpicky because I didn't really have anything set per se as far as botches go, but just the use of Wardlow and AEW right now, just because I mean, he the match that he had with Commander was just really kind of subpar in a way, just because I mean, it, what does it set him up for? Like, what does it set him up to do? Because I mean, they've hinted that he's going to go for the world title at some point, but he's just. They have nothing for him right now. Yeah, leave it leave, leave it to Tony Khan to ruin a very promising faction that at one moment was very exciting, and now nobody cares. Exactly. No, nobody's interested right now because, I mean, he's pretty much doing the same storylines. He's doing the same thing he's done before, and there's nothing to him right now. And so hopefully he'll wise up at some point and then go to uh, WWE or wh whichever. But at some point... Hopefully they'll make better use of him. But uh, do you have a botch this week or anything? Uh, all of Collision. Yeah, really, all of Collision. I mean, we once again. So now they have two B. They have two B shows, or, or you know, Collision and Rampage at this point are, are unwatchable. Um, I checked the I checked the ratings on AEW Collision. Um, reruns on the Discover and TLC channels of like midget there's a midget wrestling show on one of the Discover did yes. a point one one and AEW Collision did a point oh seven. That's like the Daniel Bryan is wrestling on a show that no one's watching. Congratulations Tony Khan. You're the first person to do that in I don't know the last twenty years. Yeah. Make Daniel Bryan must not see TV. I mean, I get the the only storyline that they're working with that is Eddie Kingston and Brian Danielson, but at the same Ooh. time it's th there's I wanna watch Eddie Kingston and Brian Danielson as much as I wanna watch my aunt and uncle get it on. It's I mean, there's no storylines that are like worth getting into right now with AEW. I mean because you got all these people are going to be leaving and going to do it because I mean you know Malachi Black and Buddy Murphy are going to, about to be on their way out. One hundred percent. I want to go back to mommy. Yeah. I don't know who. Oh gosh, could you imagine Buddy Murphy <laughs> showing up there with Judgment Day and well, him, uh, him and Dirty Dom having a match? I think that'd be great. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Mal I think Malachi Black's going to go back. I think Buddy Murphy's probably going to go back. Man, I mean, if I'm Adam Cole, I'm trying to get that. He better he better haul his butt back because was hey, if, if he stays any longer, he's not going to be Adam Cole, baby. He's going to be out of the job. That's all he's going to be. Exactly. The, the, the AEW needs a serious, immediate rearrangement. Exactly. W what they're doing right now is not working at all. I like. There's no storylines that are like worth even watching right now. I mean, it's right now, I mean, look, they're, they're, we're we're it's, a couple weeks away from Revolution. I have no interest in it. No, none whatsoever. I mean, they, they do quarterly PLEs just like WWF WWE does. You know, where it's like by the time you get to you know a month out from Royal Rumble, SummerSlam, Survivor Series, WrestleMania, you should you should already have there should like be some level matches. of hype that you want to watch the match. No, there. I do not give a crap about anything they've put on the table. Like, short of what Tony Storm is doing, the the rest of the product is unwatchable. I mean, even even the stuff with the Bang Bang Scissor game, like it's fun and it's kitschy, but it's not good psychology. It doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. Uh, I'm watching. I'm like, really, these guys are like. I mean, at one point it kind of was sensical. Like they they were gonna they were you know begrudging allies. But now they're like, yeah, we're you know everything's great. And I was like, we're not gonna we're not gonna resolve any of the issues between the Gun Brothers and their dad. Exactly. We're not gonna resolve yeah. any of the issues between Jay 
and you know the acclaimed or anything else that's going like it's just crap. It makes it's, no it, sense. Like I say, I, I can't even enjoy a good scissor party. Yeah. And that really hurts me because I love a good scissor party, Cody. Uh, put it away. It is not going to happen. But anyway, guys, so those are our botches. Those are our high spots. Those are our reviews for the week. Like we always say, thank you guys so much for listening and thank you for following us on social media. We've got upcoming events that are going to be announced. Like we said, February 10th, this weekend, Saturday, in McClendon, Florida, at the Baker County Fairgrounds. Come see us and come see DCCW. Hopefully, Duke won't be there. Hopefully, he'll run out of gas on the way down there. And if he does, he's going to get one of these. But anyway, so hopefully, it'll be a great show. But I have no doubts that it will. But anyway, guys, like we always say, thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. And as always, keep it five stars.